Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. What's up, everybody? This is Scott Yeager here with another edition of Challenge Mania, but you didn't come for me. You came for D. You came for the guy who in the trailer last week was rocking the black tee, Mr. Derek Kaczynski. What's up, dude? Well, hopefully um, hopefully that trailer uh, allows me to uh, seek out some vendettas. Hopefully that's what I'm walking into. Um, and uh, I can't wait for you guys to see what happens next. Um, but uh, in the meantime, we've got the, the Victorious. All right, so that's kind of like n- Notorious. N- n- notorious. Um, yeah, so... Uh, we got Tori coming up next. Um, I'm excited for you guys to hear what she's got to say because um, she's nothing short of entertaining all the time. Uh, I believe she, I would call it an unforeseen energy coming your way because she's just going to be coming out of nowhere with some of these answers and replies, uh, just like she, just like you see her do in her interviews on the shows. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, come come to the uh, come check out the Philly event. Um, we'll be there February 24th. Um, we, me and Johnny Bananas have this uh, T-shirt throwdown jersey where we're signing stuff. Um, coming your way and uh, join the challenge. Donate. We're trying to make uh, 100, get a hundred thousand dollars going to Med Gifts. Med Gift this year. Yeah, we got Tory Deal in the house at Tory underscore Deal hashtag Deal with it. That's what this episode is called. You got at Derek MTV on Twitter. You got at Shot of Jaeger, and you heard the deal. You want a Derek t-shirt, he's signing every one of them. You want a Bananas t-shirt, he's signing the first 30. So if you're unlucky number 31, eh, you're slipping on a banana peel. But you can meet Derek in Philly, February 24th. It's Challenge Throwdown for the Cause. It's a great cause. Money going to Medgift. Continuing that legacy of DM. Um, And yeah, let's get to Tori, man. This is going to be a great, great podcast. I can feel the energy. She's got nonstop energy. She's on every season of the show now, it feels like. Two-time already the one competitor. She was almost on Invasion. She was on Dirty 30. She's, is she on Vendettas? Is she not on Vendettas? We don't know, but we saw her in that trailer with you. So let's get to it. Let's get to her. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, it, just for the record, it's not just me at this Philly event. There's like 10 Disney characters that you've grown up with over the years. Check it out. Challengethrowdown.com. Challengethrowdown.com. Really? It's not just you sitting in a room by yourself tweeting? <laughs> that is fun sometimes. Nah, we got Corey will be there, Darrell will be there, Jen will be there. It's going to be a good time. And uh, I've got it confirmed. You saw the people. They dropped them this week. They got them in the mail. The challenge stickers will be in the house. So if you see D, you show them you're a subscriber, you'll get a challenge sticker. And uh, that's free, baby. We don't sell these. The only way to get that is to go to the event, Philadelphia, February 24th. But uh, only way to hear Tori Deal talk about vendettas talk about her real vendettas, talk about, you know, her exes, talk about her experience making the final of the Dirty 30 and Champs versus Stars. Only way you can hear that is if you stay on the line right now because Challenge Mania is coming right back. Let's get it.
All right, everybody, you asked for it. We brought her on. Deal with it. We're on the line right now with one of the freshest and finest young competitors. You know her from the Champs versus the Stars. You know her from the final of the Dirty 30, Miss Tori Deal. What's up, girl? Hey, hey, that was such a nice intro. Thank you. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be a lot nicer when the when uh when the music behind this goes vi- 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 victorious. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Speaking of speaking of music, speaking of music, you know we always put it out there on Twitter at shot of Jaeger at Derek MTV, and you know she's at Tori underscore Deal for questions. We got a lot of questions, not only about your challenge career, but about your music as well, which, you know, I have to apologize. I don't know much about what are, what are they talking about? Are you like a rapper or something? Like, what, what are they speaking about? I mean, like, I would just consider myself an artist at this point. I like to make music. I just like music, you know, and it all kind of started out rapping, but I've really explored other sounds and, um, you know, experimented with singing and stuff. So I don't know. I like to, I like to say that I like to make music. And and that and that that leads me that leads me to a few things here because uh, a lot has gone on uh, in the last couple of days um, with us getting this interview uh, put together and artistry. Uh, for one, uh, the first time I met Tori was um, the first time I saw her. The first time we looked at each other was yeah. at the airport going to the Dirty Thirty, and yeah. um, she's like got her she's got her sunglasses on. I think it's pretty. I think. I feel like it was pretty bright. She got her sunglasses on. She's like, looks like she's like hidden. You know, I had a camo jacket on like an extra large camo jacket because I was just, I mean, like I was going into a fucking onto a show with these fucking insane bets. Sorry for cursing with these insane bets. I'm like nervous to meet everyone. And I'm like, I don't know who knows what about me, you know? So I'm like covering up my whole life. But Derek, you were the, you were the first person to say anything nice to me that opened me out of my shell. So I was like, so I was like, I'm, I look at her, she turns around, she looks like she's really like trying to be like camouflaged and incognito, like hidden underneath the hat and the glasses. And she like looks at, she like looks over at me and I look at her, I'm like, yo, you're the girl that roasted that dude. <laughs> and she's like, yo, you're Derek or something like that. Yeah. yeah. You're, or like, yo, I know you or something like that. And yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what you said, but like, it was so like, it was so real. You know it what was I mean? A good it moment. I mean, for me, I was like, oh my God, like I had just walked in into the airport and Cara Maria was just like, oh, hi, who are you? And I was like, hi, I'm Tori. And she was like, where are you from? And I was like, are you the one? And she was like, ew. And that was like my first intro to anybody on that cast. And I was like, oh, fuck, like these people are going to be so cold. They're going to be so mean. Like I'm nervous because of like just where I came from. And then I see Derek. And he just made me feel so fucking good. I'm like, yo, I, I, I like you. You definitely helped out my experience a shit ton. So we will, we'll get into the bus rides. We'll get into the experiences. Um, but, but moving on, like for me, it was like we were in similar boats. Like, um, she was always kind of in the middle. Um, I was kind of always in the middle. Um, I had not done a show in seven years. I had no idea what to expect, who I was, I can't say no idea. I knew what to expect. It was, I was going into like the unknown, like it, right. but seven years later, you know, it was like, I was going back to the future, but I can't really remember what seven years ago was really like. Right. And these, and these people that I'm really going to play with. And it sounds like you had the same sort of mentality. It's like, I'm going into this with like a bunch of like, bunch. not like, like just like, 
insane yeah. people like with with uh with like like serious like emotions like yeah. um like uh ticking time bombs whatever you want to call it people that we've seen on tv and watched and there's people that you know um i was like you know um if they're on the show i'm probably gonna go after them first or you know if i haven't seen them in seven years i, you know, I don't really I, whatever 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 right. my point is um we're walking into this airport for the first time with people mm. that we may or may not know and and, and listen Tori's coming from just so you guys know Tori's coming from two are you the one shows that I I didn't know she did she filmed the second are you the one that there was an are you the one competition until Mm -hmm. like later on in uh the dirty 30 but I walk in I walk in the airport and like um you know I've been like this dad for all these years and like I've just like I, I haven't really done the party thing I haven't really drank that much um and like first thing these guys are doing is drinking free shots yep. you know at the airport and I'm like well I guess I'm gonna take a shot but one shot went to like four and I'm just like you know like four off the bat dude boom right. boom boom there's like Corey Darrell and yep. uh yeah I don't know who it was and I was just like well I guess I gotta take four shots um so that's how it all started that's how it all started with me and Tori. Um, but before we we continue getting into Tori's story, I want to tell the I want to let the people know a little bit about um, about you too, Scott. Because um, this week this weekend we had to move we had to move Tori's interview twice because of you. Yeah, I'm calling you out um, <laughs> because you had this fancy fancy schmancy Golden Globes party, which we saw like the whole I saw the whole Oprah thing last night, and that was pretty powerful. I do think she's going to be the next president. Just saying. Um, and uh, and then you gotta and then you're gonna be you're gonna be playing. This is uh, a spot where I think that both of you relate, Tori and, and Scott. Is that Tori's always coming up with these like weird? Um, I mean, she comes out with like weird costumes, crazy <laughs> like crazy thoughts, strange voices. Uh, but but one thing strange was voices. yeah, and um, with this unforeseen energy coming out of left field all the time. Um, I love just, like, you. Just complete entertainment throughout this show. Um, and then Scott, the other day, hits me with, yeah, I just, um, I'm going to be playing a, a, a Bumblebee on a Nickelodeon cartoon. And I'm like, what? what? A Bumblebee? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I got in the booth today and I'm looking at the script. I'm reading it a little closer. And it's actually like, it's like a little flying boar or something. So it's like kind of like designed to look like a Bumblebee, oh but it has more God. like animal characteristics. But yes, it's pretty cool. Cause like I do a lot of voiceovers for commercials and stuff, but this was like the first one um, I got in the can on the animation side, which is like what I really want to be doing. So kind of That's excited. So I apologize. Dope. We had to bump the interview by two hours, but yeah, I'm a voice guy too. I do a lot of narrations, commercial voiceovers, and I've always done a ton of character voices so uh oh my god yo that's insane you never you never think when you're a kid in life that you're gonna grow up to be a bumblebee on a on a cartoon you know no it's amazing i mean the it just goes to show dreams do come true between making the final of the dirty 30 and me being turned into a boar slash bumblebee i mean this is (laughs) this is the year to be alive folks for a lot of reasons um but yeah maybe we do at the before the end of the show we do a little do a little voice off because derek's been talking you up all week to me saying, oh, you got to hear her impressions. You got to hear her voices. Uh, she's crazy. So maybe we'll just do like, uh, maybe we'll do a little voice battle. How about that? Oh, yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah. I, I just, I just want to say something.
gentlemen, when you guys were talking about meeting at the airport, uh, what a crazy world this world of challenge mania is because I don't know if you know this, guys, but in real life when someone like Car Maria goes like, uh, hey, where are you from? You say like Cleveland or Stanford, Connecticut. You don't say, right. are you the one? <laughs> but right, it's like, right, right. But it's funny because you know she's sizing you up and you know that that really is what she wants to know. Um, I'll use that as a segue to ask you a question that we've been asking a lot of the younger competitors we've had on the show I asked Hunter this, I asked Kayla this, both of them have really interesting backgrounds and casting stories, so I'd love to know how you came to be on Are You The One? You know, we've heard it's sort of a different casting process as the, you know, the real worlds because they're kind of, you know, they're putting together a dating show and there's a bit of a compatibility factor with the other cast members and in essence it is a sort of a competition from the start. So I want to know what got you sort of auditioning to be on MTV, to be on Are You The One? And the, the follow-up I always ask is, was the challenge always the light at the end of the tunnel for you? Was that something they, they called you up for and you were like, man, that sounds cool too? Or was that always something you wanted to be involved in? Okay. So for this, for this layered question, I'm going to start off with, I never fucking wanted to be on reality TV, but my roommate is like a huge reality TV fan. Like she, she just watches all the shows and she knows that like I had been making music for a while and like I just wanted to get some exposure. And she was like, you know, why don't you, why don't you watch our either one? See if you like it. And I was like, nah, like, I'm not going to do that. So she made me watch one episode and then I loved it. I was like, oh my God, this show is fucking cool. Like, let me apply for it as a joke. And then maybe I'll get on. Sure enough, I apply for it. They call me out to LA. It went well. And I get on the show. So that's how it started. Then being on that show, I mean, like, yeah, my my roommate's plan was to get me on the challenge because she loves the challenge more than anything. Oh, so All she right, bring the roommate. Get the roommate. Bring her over. Joe. Joe. Oh, bring him over. Uh oh. No, no, Joey's a girl. Oh, oh, it's like a Dawson's Creek scenario. Okay, bring, oh, I thought bring it was Joey. Joey. I thought it was Joey. Everybody Jay. does think it's Joey, but it's Joey. No, no, there's no face. There's no face. Bring in Joey uh, Potter. No face, Joey. Bring so her here's in. Joey. Here's Joey. Here's Joey. She'll explain hey. it. What's so, up, Joey? What's up? You're on Challenge Mania. Oh, what's up, Eric? I don't know who Scott is. Scott yeah, Scott. this is – yeah, yeah. You don't know who cool. Scott is because Scott is nobody. They call me Scotty Nobody. No, I'm just a no. – uh, I'm a Challenge <laughs> fan and podcast host. Do not feel bad about knowing me. I was on Are You The One Season 14, but they never aired it, so yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, he's actually, he's actually, a, he's actually a, a, a bumblebee. Yeah, <laughs> bumblebee. Well, so this is how it goes down. So then Joey like has an, is like a vision for me to get on the challenge. So I get on Are You the One, right? Crush it. I don't know how that happened, but I think I was losing my mind so much by the end of it that all of my confessionals they thought I was either actually psychotic or I don't know what. So they just they were like, all right, let's give Tori another shot on TV. Then they put me on Are You the One Second Chances. And at that same time, I got the phone call for Challenge Invasion. So MTV had to pick which one to put me on. So they decide to put me on Second Chances. Then I come home from Second Chances. I I did really well on that show. I came in second place. And then after that, I get to call for the challenge. And my roommate's like, Joey's like, you gotta fucking go. You gotta go. The whole plan, the whole time was so that she gets on the challenge. She's made for the challenge. I knew it. I could tell. And so... If you go, are you the one, you'll get on the challenge and you're going to fucking win. <laughs> so you said, uh, you know, Tori said that you are a huge challenge fan, maybe even more so than she is. How far does your challenge fandom go back? Are you a Derek fan by chance? I mean, what was like the I, intro to you? 
Of course. I, I, I've watched it since the first season. I mean, I was, I was in, you know, I was in middle school with all my girlfriends. Like, that we, what, we've been watching the show since we were kids. Yeah, so you got to wow. know Leonardo Decathlon over here. So, so I listen. I try to take my. I try to take the Derek element out of the out of the game. Okay, and and bring it back. Time, bring it back. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm just. You know what I mean? Like I'm. I, I'm here. I get it. But um. But the. But my. Our question is: the last time we had uh, a surprise guest come on, uh, we had Kayla's dad come on, and we had to ask him. Um, you Who know, is a legend? A legend, by the way, Abel. And he. And he and he told us that um, he told us that he used to be a Cara Maria fan, and since has had to stop being a Cara Maria wow. fan. Wow! <laughs> What's that? I said that's nuts if you think about it. You know, because Cara and Kayla hate each other. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he also told us that his favorite male is Wes. So. Oh. Um, he definitely threw some controversy our way. So we we would like to hear at Challenge Mania throw you the, put you on the spot and and throw uh, the the same the same zinger your way. Whose team are you on? Who do you root for? Who did you used to like? Who don't you like? Who um, who, you know what I mean? Wherever right. your mind goes with this one, I was, we're all in. Um, I was just really into the whole Abram Rachel thing back then. That you remember the hot tub thing? Yeah, the Rachel oh Abram. Oh, and the Rachel Abram Veronica thing. Veronica, yes, it was Veronica. Jen, Jen was a little firecracker too. But I mean, I just, I just loved all those people. And then CT for me was like, you know, I just felt like I watched him evolve into different people. I just loved him always. But um, I don't know. Yeah, the girls. I mean, I just, I, I was really excited to see all like the older people come back. I think that's why. I think that's why, like, I kept watching. Other than other than Tori coming back, but now I feel like it's becoming a giant mess. But I was actually really excited to see you back, Anissa. It was just, it was nostalgic, you know, when all the uh, when all the old school people came back. I like to refer. I, I like to refer to us as uh, Disney characters. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what words of wisdom did you impart on your roommate here? I mean, look, I mean, I don't know how much of the show she watched, but I mean, if you're putting in what, what sounds like 20 years of challenge, yep. you've seen everything in the book. Yep. So what'd you tell her to watch to out trust. for? I, ho- I told her who to trust, who not to trust, who she needs to buddy up with. And told, <laughs> I, I actually told her, I said, make friends with Jenna. I said, she's, I was like, she's a really nice girl. And she did. She made friends with Jenna and she came home with the same guy. We thought she'd come home with too. How crazy is that? Yo, they came home. They call. So I went on there with a boyfriend, Joey and her friend call it that I'm going to have a fling with Jordan. I was like, oh, she's definitely dating Jordan. After and that. I come home and I'm like, Joe, you're not going to believe who I hooked up with. I'm half psychic. And just half, like, no Tori very well. <laughs> wow. That's crazy, right? And she's going to win. She's going to win. This was the whole point. I'm going to try. No, she's going to. She'll win one. So when you, so when you walked into this final and you went through it, what, what, was, that, what was that like for you, Tori? Um, did you final? lose along? Did you lose a, Yeah. I mean, we're Dude, talking about I honestly, I, you know, I really thought, like, I'm, I'm in, like, okay shape and, like, but there's no, I was nowhere near prepared for that. I mean, I was so afraid the entire time. I think like I really let, I really let it get to my head because it was not something I knew. I didn't know what to expect. And just the altitude alone and the pressure, I think really, really set me back. And I think going into it next time, just knowing that 
I already know what a final means. I already know what it is. I've been, I've never trained harder than I've been training since, since I've been home and since I took a break from vendettas. So I, um, I'm excited to go back knowing what I know now and training how I've been training. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, so we've, so, so, I mean, do, do you feel like you lost a lung? I don't think people really understand or we've really gone over. I haven't had any of the finalists on, um, yeah. on, on this, on, on challenge mania yet. Um, so you're the first one. I don't, I don't think people understand yeah. um, when we say altitude, when we Dude, say, joke. I mean, you were there, we were caught. I was, I was coughing up dust, you know? And when we were climbing up that hill, we were eating dust. So yeah. The altitude was a whole nother thing. And then take all the dryness and the dust to that. I mean, I, I had to go home. I went to the doctors and I was on medication for four, four weeks after because of that. Like it, it was, it fucked me up bad. It fucked me up bad. I mean, I think it fucked everyone up bad. Well, well, yeah. I mean, um, we were trying to figure out like if this was normal, like, um, we're literally running through this final and like coughing and like and yeah no <laughs> yeah the entire and I'm, time. yeah i'm not talking I'm, we're, we're talking about like that through the final and then once we get in the bus to go home we're all non-stop coughing but we don't think it's weird at the time because it we're it's happening to all of us you know what i right. mean and right. yeah and then probably for me probably at least a week a week after that, um, seven days, I was still coughing as if like, I just got black lung disease. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I definitely thought I had a actual, like, I thought I was, I thought I I had like tuberculosis. Yeah. And, and, and like, and, um, and I worked in the oil field and I don't know how bad this is because we were in Salta, Argentina running this final Salta, meaning we're all in like salt flatlands, everything we were walking on was like salt and it, it looked hurt, yeah yeah and it looked like and it had like and it had different like like designs um what we were walking on i don't know if we were like crushing like beautiful scenery or not but i mean in, in i worked in the oil field for five years and something that we work with is sand um and 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 you can get um silica i think it's called silica i, I think that's what it's called the disease um if you if you inhale too much sand for prolonged periods of time, so what they do is they they create these these face masks, these face shields, where you can still breathe and look through these face shields, yeah. and um, to where you're not inhaling all all the dust. So, but I do feel like for um, however long three days we were running that final, we were sucking up um, all types of environment, dude. <laughs> Like, and then, and then to help us out with the run, I mean, they gave us all cocoa leaves. Do you remember that? So they yes. have leaves from like literal, like you make cocaine with these leaves. Like that's, <laughs> that's the oil that they come off. So production is giving us these leaves so that we can breathe in the altitude. And what you do is you take them and you chew them and you keep them on the side of your mouth. So now our mouths are going like numb from the amount of cocoa leaves that we're chewing and we can't breathe. I mean, I must have inhaled like a shit ton of that too. It was it was definitely something that you can't prepare for. You know, like there was no preparing for that. Um, there really wasn't like it, it, except for like maybe running at high altitudes all the time. 
that could have helped you a little bit, but there, there wasn't much more than preparing for that. If you've never been to Salta or you've never experienced that type of altitude before. Dude, she mentioned the cocoa leaves, but back then, dude, I totally forgot about this. You the, people, it's, it's not like it's illegal there. It's like a tea. It's, it's from my understanding is, is it's, it's like a, like a, like people, you, you put it in your lip, like it's chewing tobacco. Okay. And then, um, it's, it's, it's served as a purpose to sort of like wake you up like a tea. It's not like this powerful, like wake up. It's more of like, um, they, 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 they chew on it. Like it's like, it's a tea or it's a chewing tobacco. It's not this like you know, not what you think. It's not like a cocaine plant, cocoa plant. I mean, I, I believe that if there's enough of it, yes, it makes cocaine, but just letting you know. Um, uh, yeah. So and it wasn't like they were like feeding it to us. They were like, Hey, if you want, you know, here's a little bit, if you want, uh, uh, uh I don't know about you, but they were handing me bags on bags on bags. Yeah. I was like, dude, this is going to make me puke. I'm like, I looked at it. I was like, this is going to make me puke. But if you think it might help, with the altitude, then, you know, I'll throw some in, but it was really like, it was literally like chewing on leaves, dude. It was like, it was stupid to be honest with you. Since you guys are already talking about the dirty 30 finale and the dirty 30 season in general, I'm going to just kind of interject with some questions from Twitter. Uh, people, people hit us with the questions that a lot of people want to talk about dirty 30. Cause that was obviously your coming out party. So pardon me, you know where to get us on Twitter at Derek MTV at shot of Jaeger at Tory underscore deal. Um, the first question applies here, I think. Raquel on Twitter wants to know, Tori, if you were surprised by who made the final on Dirty 30, and obviously include yourself in that as well. Were you surprised you made it? So going into it, I told myself as long as I made it to fourth place, I was going to be happy. So I, I intentionally, you know, went in there. And I mean, I'm just not like much of a fighter or anything. So I kind of just like played it cool and like really felt other people out and see and tried to figure out what it meant to get to the end. And then, you know, when you see how much politics comes into play and how if you can win an elimination, um, you can you can get pretty far. So I, I was confident in my abilities. Plus, I had already made it to a final of another show. Um, and as for the rest of the of the crew, I mean, like, I I wouldn't I mean, I would expect every single one of those people to get there because every single in that every single person in that final was a was a legend, whether you want to say it or not. Every single, like, aside from me, because clearly, like, I that was my first show, but every other person in there, I mean, is so strong, so such a great competitor. I mean, like, Derek is Derek. You're you're freaking amazing. CT's amazing. Camilla is a sick competitor. You can never take that from her. Kari Maria has been doing it for forever and has has found her lane and has made herself into a strong competitor. And Jordan is clearly insane. So I mean, I wouldn't. That was a stacked final, no matter what. What about you, D? What did you think about uh, who you were competing against? I mean, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> I totally got goosebumps thinking about that because, I mean, if you're talking about like you can go back and go down, go down the lane and go, what is like what six people like what final looks the toughest? You know what I mean? And and go all right, you know, um, Jordan's Jordan's one one, CT's one two. Derek's one three, Camilla's one, you know, one. I mean, yeah, maybe the championships are, are not, but we're talking about um, everybody was 
has won a championship in these challenges. And now you're bringing in like the rookie of the year. You know what I mean? We, we keep, we keep coming back to it because I mean, I mean, Tori goes, uh, I'm not one that likes to fight or anything like that, but we're talking about a D one soccer player, right? Did you not no, play D one soccer? I played D three, but I, but I played soccer in school, you know? Yeah. So whatever we're talking about, a we're talking about a collegiate soccer player. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this is, like she's a great athlete. Like when I saw her in the elimination round against Marie, I mean, it was like it was easy work for her. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw how how you guys saw it, but I mean, it was she couldn't see. She literally like what did she's asking us like what did it look like? I literally could not see in my elimination round. So yeah. when I went back to talk to her, I was like, dude, you dominated. I mean, it looked like. I mean, it just, it just looked like straight domination. I mean, you, she looked like she was hang, like grabbing another chick, holding on to her and just handling her however she wanted. Um, <laughs> that's what it looked like. So you knew going forward that Tori was, was, was a force. And so when she made it to the final and the way TJ was putting it, it was, it was for real. It was like, it was a stacked final. I mean, there was like, you know, you know, seven championships in there, you know what I mean? Fighting each other against like, a solid, a solid rookie. So um, I, I don't think um, we'll ever be able to take that off the table. Um, I think that's something that, that, that needs to be said about this final and the Dirty 30 as a whole is that that final was super, super stacked. Three of the best girls, three of the best guys, hands down, going at it for the championship. $450,000. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. And thank you, Derek. I really appreciate all of those things. Yeah, I'm going to drop a bomb on you. So um, we got a question from Kristen on Twitter um, based on some of the stuff you spoke about at the finale of the Dirty 30. She mm-hmm. wants to know what the private investigator found out about the uh, whole texting with Jordan fiasco. You sort of alluded to it on the show. Is there any more you can add yeah. here for the Challenge Maniacs? Other, I mean, like, it's pretty basic. The, the pictures that were, taking, that were taken from my phone weren't they weren't hacked in through my Apple ID. They were screenshots. So that means that somebody went through my phone and when there was a click, there was a clickbait link sent to the number. And that's kind of how private investigators do their work. What they'll do is they'll send out like a fake link. And then when it's clicked and open, they can see the location of where you, where the person opened it. And that correlated with Derek. So that is all the information I, I got. And it was kind of like, okay, listen, like, the reason why I even hired a private investigator is because I was freaking out thinking somebody was going through my Apple ID and that really scared me because, you know, you hear about stories like clearly I'm not Jennifer Lawrence, but like God, her nudes got leaked and I know I got booty pics in my phone. So I'm like, oh shit, if someone's going through my Apple ID, what if I get a booty pic out there? You know, like that's the last thing I want my family to have to see. So that's really why I was bugging and to hear that they weren't going through my Apple ID that wasn't hacked was, and that it was screenshots it was pictures of my phone. It wasn't even screenshots. Uh, it was just really clear. So that's, that's kind of how it all unfolded. And after that, I was just kind of so sick to my stomach. I mean, and I have dealt with something I've dealt with like situations involving legal teams and, and guys before, especially about social media stuff. So I really just did it to protect myself and make sure that, you know, it wasn't going to blow up in my face. All right, I'm going to ask this question because you mentioned uh, Derek H., which I think is very unfortunate casting there to, to bring back Derek, spelt the same way, Derek, D-E-R-R-I-C-K, Kaczynski, for the first time in seven years, and on the same season, you got to have Derek H.? Come on. Do you want to know my thoughts on that? Do you, do you want to know when I see another Derek on the show? Hey, because there's been four now. Derek, you told me this. I did? 
Yeah, you said that when there's another Derek on the show, I mean, it's just bad luck for him because they will never last as long as me. And that's and that's the truth. And um and and I just I chuckle at it because it doesn't like it doesn't like bother me, but like I I just ever since the beginning there was another road rules, Derek, and I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, man. And like you, you really don't want it to bother you. It almost sounds stupid for it to, to bother you. And it doesn't really bother me, but I'm like, it's more for, for me. It's more of like, damn, you just the wrong Derek to roll up to this show, you know, because it ain't it. The others have tried and you're going to try and it's not going to work out. Right. Okay? Because so, and, and it's, it's more of like a, a funny thing to me than like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take you out. It's like, it's like, it's, this is just not going to work out for you. And I, I can't help but to have that kind of a, 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 a psychotic mentality. It's, it's more of like, I look at, I look at this, um, this, these other Derek's and nothing against the Derek H just saying like, it's just the name. And, and I have this thought process where I laugh and I go, that's not going to work. <laughs> and, uh, and then let, and then let my actions speak for themselves. Well, it makes, yeah. makes the, the, the last initial come into play, which like, then you start, once you see the name on screen or over and over again, Derek K, Derek K, Derek H, Derek H, you start calling them that in conversation, which is just weird. Like, you'd be like, oh yeah, we went to the club with Bananas and Darrell and Derek H and you yeah, know, that's, totally. it's not fun totally. for anybody. But would you do a battle of the X's with Derek H? Shannon on Twitter wants to know, or is it too deep at this point with the stuff? No, you just I mean, listen, honestly, I'm not going to, I want to do another challenge for me. I want to do it and I want to win. If he's there and he happens to be my partner, then God, he got lucky because there is a bunch of shitty people he could have been partnered with when it comes to his exes. So I think if, if, if I were to be his partner, I mean, I don't give a fuck about the drama. I'm not there to, I'm not there to even talk to him or deal with it. I think I have no, you know, we, we clearly don't, we don't, clearly don't get along, but I mean, I'm a competitor. So I think I would, I would just deal with it and try to win. Do your exes like Derek or other guys work their ways into uh, your songs, sort of like Taylor Swift style? How does that work? All of them do. <laughs> <laughs> All of them do. I don't know. I have the tendency of kind of like writing raps about people and then putting it out there in little videos. But I think this one, I really just wanted to disassociate with so much because I have never been so publicly humiliated on TV. And, you know, I'm, I wasn't blaming anyone but myself. I, I just really, I had a really hard time getting over that, um, the, uh, with the reunion. And that's why I, I turned down vendettas because I was just so upset. I like hated that. I hated how it all kind of unfolded. So I just didn't want to be a part of it anymore. So I don't plan on, you know, I don't plan on making a thing about it. Now, you mentioned turning down vendettas, but, you know, just like we just saw last week with D showing up in the trailer. And, yeah. you know, D's played coy. A lot of people want to know, is he <laughs> on the show? Is he not on the show? He yeah. kept saying, I'm in the trailer. I'm in the trailer. I'm in the trailer. Right. I mean, you're right. talking about turning down vendettas, yet yeah. we do see you, you know, marching down in those uh, in those black tees, looking badass and everything like that. So I mean, you know, they made me an offer I can't refuse, you know? Like, yeah, that, that was the situation, which you'll see what it all is. It was just too easy. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's go to Spain. All right. So that's, that's a little tease there because, you know, I was going to ask, you know, David on Twitter – asked if you uh, needed to prepare any differently for this, what I would imagine is some sort of a, 
uh, an abbreviated stint on the show from what you're talking about rather than being a formal competitor. So when you did decide to do this, when they made you that offer that you, that you couldn't refuse, like the Godfather, uh, was it something that you immediately got in the gym for? Or were you like, nah, I can kind of roll out of bed and do this? You know what? I I have not started training like a maniac until after that. Let me put it like that. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, so yeah, maybe, maybe you learned be... your lesson. <laughs> yeah, maybe I did. I think I think it's worth it to just kind of watch how it all unfolds, and it's going to be really cool to see. But the way I've been training now has been a a product of everything in the past, including that. What about you, D? Uh, we know you're involved in the same capacity, or at least a similar one. Uh, how did you prep for this one? Was it any different, or was it just straight DKO out of nowhere as always? Dude, I wish I could. I wish I could tell the. I wish I could tell the whole story. Yeah, that was crazy. And I'm still not. I'm still not sure um, that I'm able to tell the story. Um, but uh, I didn't. I didn't just make one trip to Spain. I guess I can say I wasn't. So it was. Um, um, with what I've noticed with these challenges is like you have to stay ready um, because you can get a call out of thin air at any time, and. Um, and so, like, if I'm not ready right now, if you know what I mean, if they got something going on right now and they want me to go uh, fight some dude and uh, if they want me to go battle Donald Cerrone for the dog toy in, like, two weeks, like, I'd probably be ready. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Someone. <laughs> you I, have to stay ready. I mean, there's no, yeah. there's no other way to, you know what I mean? Like, No, you're, def- uh, you're, you're definitely a legend when it comes to that stuff, you know? And I think because I never looked at the challenge as something that I was like, Oh, I always want to do like, this is my end goal. This is my life. I, I like, you know, just kind of depended on all of the athletic abilities that I came with before. And then, you know, just a little bit of training to go with it, just like regular workout routines. But now it's a whole different fucking ball game, you know? And like, I can't wait to go back because this is going to be the first fucking time that people actually aren't going to be able to fuck with me. And, and, here, and, and the thing is, is like uh, the difference between, I mean, between back then and now is like everybody has that mentality now you know what i mean um now it's becoming more and more like a sport you know yeah and um and that's why that's why we do the podcast because we're supposed to be like the sports center of the challenge that's that's what this is for i've done i've played sports my entire life you know working out is a lifestyle um and uh and, and, and seeing what people bring to the table and what you guys are about to see on Vendettas is going to be some shit that you've never, ever seen before. Um, so, uh, fuck, stay tuned, and you will see yeah. if me and Tori were ready for the shindig they're, they're about to put us through. Facts. And whoever our Vendettas are, for that matter. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, what, what a tease. This guy's a professional, ladies and gentlemen. Tori, <laughs> you did two seasons of Are You The One?, uh, you came into the challenge, dirty thirty, made the finals. We now see you're making some sort of an appearance on Vendettas, but also you showed up as a replacement on Champs versus Stars. So I'd love to hear how that came about. Was that a similar offer you couldn't refuse, or was that just an easy offer because it's all for charity? You're getting to kind of put on that pedestal with the other champs. And my question is, you know, I got to ask it. I mean, technically, you're not really a champ so when they pitched right. that to you was it like hey we need a favor and did you come back with the like uh do you really want to sell me this way because you had to get some people on twitter who were kind of like uh doing the math here like did she win something i didn't know about but i mean just right. explain that to me sure i mean they called me within 24 hours asking me to fly out as a favor they gave me 24 hours they said tori we we really really need you right now because we're looking for people who can fill in a spot fast and i 
wanted to be on Champs for Stars anyway, but you know, clearly I was only a finalist. I wasn't, I wasn't a finisher or I wasn't, I wasn't a winner. So I, I took it as, I took it a few ways. Clearly I wanted to go on the show because for many reasons, it was, it's dope to be back on TV. It was for charity. I was really excited to, you know, help support a charity that my family has been personally affected by. And, uh, MTV kind of really asked me to help them. And I, it was exciting. It's exciting to get a phone call and be like, I'm going to go out there and I'm just going to go do another show. So I flew out and I was gone for three weeks and that was dope. And that's kind of why I took it. And a little bit of, in a little bit of background, Owning a business is great. It's a lot of fun. Definitely a lot of ups and downs. It's 24-7, 365. Running a small business means you're always running. Clover is an all-in-one management tool that takes care of business, from accepting payments to selling more to the daily tasks that keep your business humming. Clover is in your corner. With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. That people may not know is like the Champs versus Stars show is not um, as long as right. uh, are the, the bigger challenges. Um, we're talking, I think, three weeks to a month on Champs yeah. versus Stars. And we're, we're talking about two months uh, for the big shows. So yeah. wait, really? That, you can't uh, tell. It doesn't look different at all. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> also, though, you get to have your phones and your laptops. It's really not like the challenge. Like we had our phones in those shots, you know, like they're just they're like tucked in couches while the cameras are out. But we were, we're you're just not treated the same. They, they don't try to make a pressure cooker. They kind of have to treat you as good as they treat the stars. And and yeah, I, it's a it's a really cool experience. I really, really loved Champs for Stars a lot. This is going to be a weird question to be asked because I'm kind of, you know, I don't know, I'm giving you a compliment and I'm also kind of, but, but it, you know, you kind of, to me, feel like once you start seeing the people who get put on back-to-back shows and they're that first call when someone like Camilla goes down, like, you know, it seems like, you know, you could tell Corey has sort of been anointed as one of these, the, the younger guys, but we're going to have to give him that consistency. Boom, boom, boom. Let's put him on every show. You, to me, seem like, obviously, you had that conflict with Are You The One shooting at the same time as Invasion, but knowing that they wanted you on Invasion, they put you on Dirty 30, they tried to get you on Vendettas full-time, you were the first call on Chance vs. Stars, you seem to be one of the favorites when it comes to uh, the casting, the producers, whatever you want to call it, production, if you will. Uh, how does that make you feel, and how do you feel like you got to that point? Is it just you and uh, you know what you put on screen, or is it, like you said, being able, saying yes to favors and stuff like that as well? Well, I try to bribe all of the producers with sex. I try to tell them if they put me on shows, I was fucked up. I'm just kidding. It's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you she was weird. I, uh, I, I don't I, I, uh, thanks. I love, I love being on TV and being weird. And I think it's really nice that they let me do that as much as possible. And that's, yeah. that's. That's it. Well, that's you know, why I we think... wanted you on this show. We know you're weird. You make it weird. Hashtag deal <laughs> yeah. with it. Hashtag yeah, same deal. Yeah. And you guys it. are going to still have to have that voice off before this is all over, okay? Oh, um, we're going to do and it. Then, 
and then and then I want to I want to go back to the chance for the stars because I really do do think you had some really awesome moments on uh, <laughs> on chance for the stars. Uh, I forget I can't remember exactly every. I think your entrance. Someone mentioned your entrance was really funny. Um, <laughs> uh, Dude, I want to know. I need to tell you the story about that entrance. I had not slept the night before because I had just flown into L.A. and I was I spent the whole night with Jordan. <laughs> so I I walked in drunk. And then from a night with Jordan. <laughs> All right, then. Okay. I'll use that as a segue to ask a, a question from a, a longtime listener uh, and also a couple of hosts of their own podcast related to the challenge, the Rotten Banana Podcast. So this is from Logan and Maria. They want to know what's the deal with you and Jordan. Those Instagram lives are awfully suspect, they say. So yeah, uh, you just yeah. mentioned uh, casually a night on the, uh, on the town with your man, Jay. So why don't you elaborate what your relationship status is and, and stuff like that? Uh-huh. Well, I think I think we are great friends, and we have an amazing connection. And I think he's a great guy, and I'm happy to be I'm happy to be in pictures with him. I think that's how I'm going to put all of this, because I don't really want to. I don't really feel a need to expose it more than that, because I just think it's really it's something really special, you know. Dude, you dude. Not, on top of that, I saw something that said. You and Jordan are 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 like nominated for like hottest MTV couple of the year or something like that. Is it what's behind that? What is How all that? How ridiculous is that? I like I almost died when I saw that. There's not even any footage of me and Jordan doing anything. It's literally just hearsay, you know. And like and like and like the it's just crazy to me. It's so funny. No, we, we didn't win that, and I definitely didn't promote that because I definitely don't need that. I don't need to be associated with more relationships. I mean, clearly I'm pretty much a train wreck when it comes to that stuff. So I'm trying to just keep it as like, you know, nice as possible. So it doesn't have to blow up and become something nasty like everything else already did. I promoted it and I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Who who are the other MTV couples? Is it still like Spencer and Heidi? I don't really keep, who are we talking about? Who who are your competition? Couples, couples from like Teen Wolf and like couples from Are You the One and like that's it. Wait, Teen Wolf like couples who get professional makeup done before they're shot in a scene that was written by a screenwriter. Those couples. <laughs> yes, those couples. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, all right, yo, uh, D, if it's cool with you, let's bang through some of these Twitter questions and then we can kind of free flow the end of the interview. We can do our voice off. We can get some some gossip from uh, from Tori. Um, all that good stuff. But you guys hit us on Twitter at DerekMTV at Shot of Jaeger at Tori underscore Deal. Um, you guys know the deal. Subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. We appreciate it. Um, we got some good questions. So um, we're one person you would never want to face in an elimination, and this comes from one of our favorite listeners and fans, who Derek sometimes calls me out because I let him or her—I don't even know at this point—bully uh, me sometimes with these questions. But uh, they ask good ones. So from at Cara Maria Defender. Um, they want to know. I might cue some like Darth Vader music there or something like that. Oh, we get walked by her. She is the Car Maria Defender. Um, <gasps> one person you wouldn't want to face in an elimination. Anybody you want to give props to? Laurel, definitely Ooh. Laurel. I mean, like I've you know done my research on on her and heard many things about her, and I'm I'm just happy to not. I uh, hopefully never see her in an elimination. I love the way she looks in that in that promo trailer the new promo trailer yeah she's just like sitting there smiling she just looks so like i i I love like dude she's a badass yeah i i like i like the the sick laugh and it's almost like 
beautiful to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yep, totally. You're a sick fuck. Um, uh, Carberry <laughs> Defender coming in with the Heat has another question as well. And I like this one because this is a little bit of inside baseball. Like, I didn't even know. So he says that, Tori, you said a close friend of yours from the Dirty 30 went to go film Vendettas and was talking shit about you. Their words, not mine. Are we going to find out who that is soon? Either, I guess, on the show or from you on social media or here on Challenge Mania. Well, I have to say that if I if I spoke more about that right now, I think that that would completely blow my cover. So I think all I have to say is if if you're not my friend, but you're acting like my friend, I think I I think I found out, and I think time will reveal all. Boom. All right. And once we find out who that is, we'll have them on Challenge Mania to talk more shit about you. All right. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of the actual Car Maria, uh, Rendell, well, I think, I hope I'm saying that right. Rendell wants to know, question, Car Maria or Kayla? Very simple. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. This is like an ongoing battle that you can't really choose. Uh, are you like, what a fucking question. I mean, honestly, this, I, I can't answer this right now. I can't because, because, uh, there's it's too complicated i think there's more there's more to a lot of things that people don't see when it comes to what it means to be a fan of either one of those people and frankly i'm not i'm not sure i'm not sure the truth of anything right now i'm not sure i'm not sure who i believe yeah let me answer let me help you out here i think she said kayla maria slash i might be doing the next shows with them so let me just keep it clean for now yeah yeah (laughs) Well, I mean, look, we had Kayla was one of our first guests on this show, and she was great. Uh, and everyone somehow took that as like a ringing endorsement in the Kayla versus Kara debate for me and D. I mean, just to put it out there, because we get like a little bit of heat on social media. A, we love Kara Maria. We think she's an all-timer. B, we want to have her on the show just as much as you want to have her on the show, and we will, don't worry. And C, we do not have a side in the Kayla versus Kara battle as well. And as you just mentioned, yeah. Tori, it's, you can be a fan of both of them or you can like both of them. And it is more complicated yeah. between the two of them. That doesn't mean it can't be less complicated for us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the truth of it. You know what I mean? And I'm definitely not somebody that likes to get in the middle and pick other people's battles. So I'm happy to stand out from an outside and be like, okay, this is Kayla. I, res- I respect this about her. And that's Kara. I respect that about her. Yeah, I can't wait till they make out on Vendettas and, and the hashtag <laughs> Caleb Maria comes out. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, this question from Nina uh, shows some love to some of the cast members that I'm going to be honest. Like, look, D and I, we do our research. We watch the shows. D knows a lot of these people personally. But some people fall through the cracks. I mean, they load these seasons up with people and, you know, 30 people to start these shows. And so this question from Nina is, thoughts on the new Are You The One rookies? Do you know Eddie, Cam, or Alicia? Um, I was friends with Alicia. We're no longer friends. I, I know Eddie and I kind of was cool with him for a little bit, but, and I still am, you know, I have nothing against Eddie personally and Cam, I don't really know her like that, but I think all of them have an interesting relationship with one another. And I think watching it play out on Vendettas is going to be bomb. (gasps) Uh, Alad wants to know, do you ever think the Are You The One cast will be able to put their differences aside and stick together in a challenge season to take everyone out? Uh, Wow. Wow. No, 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 I don't. I don't. Why? Because I don't think that there's enough strong uh, players coming from the Are You The One side. 
um, overall. And there are just too many strong real worlders and original challenge vets that are just, you know, there's, they're just really not to be, they're just not to be reckoned with. I mean, are you the one that's strong enough, you know, alone? So I think what could possibly happen now that they're bringing like people from like big brother on and all that stuff. I mean, maybe all of the, are you the one in real world will team up for that, but you, you never know. You know, I'm going to quote uh, Johnny Bananas, who, let's, D, we really got to get uh, Johnny Bananas on this, uh, this show, Challenge Mania. Let's get cracking on that. But, Johnny, I was, listen, I was listening to an interview uh, with Johnny on another podcast, the Reality Steve podcast. So, you know, shouts to Steve over there. Um, you know, he said this about the Are You The One people. He said he thinks the reason they're not as good on the challenges as the people who were cast for either real world or road rules or, or even through the challenge system directly is that there's a different casting system. He thinks that when casting a dating show, which Are You The One predominantly is, they want you to be hot, they want you to look good, and they, you know, they want you to be kind of, you know, that, that's sort of their, whereas the real world is sort of more character-based and they want nuances and they want people who then might be more prone to adapting to a social game. Do you agree there? Right. Do you feel like the people you met on Are You The One are more one-dimensional people? I'm not going to say one-dimensional. I'm going to say when they've, been, when they've been exposed to the reality world, they were exposed to it in that light, so they carry that with them onto the challenge. That's mm. how it happens. I don't think that they're one-dimensional people, though. I do think that if they were casted to, for a different show, they would have a different outlook on how to go about the next show that they were casted on. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I think I think a lot of us older fans of the shows that are used to watching real world and see a lot of this stuff develop in more long form and with less of a format of the, the dating aspect and the matching up of the relationships and stuff like that. We're used to really seeing people in a lot of different scenarios and getting to know them and then they come on to the challenge and it's like, oh, we really know this person. Whereas I feel like some of the people from Are You The One, for whatever reason or not, maybe it's the format of the show, they come on the show and even us as an audience can't really grasp who they are and what their intentions are and stuff like that. And I, I think some of the the, uh, the older competitors and the vets don't really relate with them on that level either. Is that is that fair? Yeah, I I, to- I mean, I agree. I really do, you know, and and it's... I don't know. I think that it, it, in a little bit of time after after are you the one people start making like bigger waves, I think it'll kind of all settle down because, you know, they're going to start fucking bringing on people from other fucking MTV shows. So it's like I think it's all the are you the one stuff is going to eventually fall back into the past. And I don't think that people are going to make it stand out so much because I think are you the one people are also going to learn how to walk onto the challenge the right way because that's something to be that's something to think about. But it, there, it definitely I mean, it's definitely different coming from Are You The One. It sounds like that answers this question, but Samantha wants to know, is the hate for the Are You The One kids real, or is it just played up in the final edit? (laughs) I mean, I told you. The moment I walked onto the show in the airport in LAX, that's when Cara Maria was like, ew. I mean, that was my first, that was my, that was the first time I talked to anybody. You know, that was the first, that was the first impression I got. So no, the hate is definitely real. And it, it, I mean, Cara Maria didn't even like me until after we had like a fashion show one night and we made, we kind of made fun of everybody. We dressed up as people. Ironically, I dressed up as Jordan that day. That was so ironic. But, um, um, yeah, I think that the hate is real. And I think, I think that you kind of have to prove yourself, uh, as a cool individual, uh, before people accept you. That's it. Uh, hold, on, hold on, let me jump in on that one real quick. Because you were cool, though, Derek. You were cool. See, see, 
You see, so so maybe the hate is real from the uh, from the majority of people. Yeah. Um, but but for me, like it it, it takes me a minute to uh, want to associate or disassociate with someone right off the bat. I mean, right. to to be honest with you, like right off the bat, I think I actually the first move of my game was let me get Tori and Derek on my side. This is what I can offer you. This is what I can. Uh, this is how I can help totally. right now. Maybe you guys will remember me trying to make this move now later on in the game if you guys are still here. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember that. So the hate is the hate is um is varied. You know what I mean? The, totally. the hate is the hate is different. So um so yeah, I, I at the beginning of the game, my, my very first move was uh I, I went to them and I was like, Hey, I'm gonna try to keep keep Derek out of this for right now. Um, will you guys look out for me later if I try to make this move? And it helped and then it backfired. It didn't backfire, it just it worked it worked in plan A then plan B was to get Derek out for, uh, from a different, from a different angle, not from me, but came out a different angle. So the hit is different for everybody. I totally agree (laughs) with that. I agree with that. Two more questions here and then we'll kind of free flow it. Um, this is from a funny, uh, Twitter account at, uh, quarter life crisis or quarter life, quarter life crisis is what they're calling themselves. And it, it applies to the question. Tori, what do you struggle with the most on challenges? Height, swimming, running, endurance, puzzles, social game, etc. Mm, I'm going to say heights what is, is something that really makes me lock up and I try to fight through it. You might not be able to see it on TV or even if you're next to me, but it's something that I really do struggle with and I try to fight through. I haven't really had a bad eating challenge yet, so I'm really fucking scared of the day that happens. But whatever, I'm just going to have to throw it down my throat and then get over it. Um, but honestly, I'm, I feel pretty confident and mediocre to say the least in all of the categories. There's not one category that I necessarily struggle with the most. I can, I can do puzzles and, uh, I have a lot of endurance, not really at 14,000 feet altitude, but probably more than most people have. And yeah, I feel pretty confident in most of my stuff. I say maybe eating is going to be a scary time for me and heights is never fun. How about how about and I'm sure it doesn't help when you try to jump from bell to bell and do like that, the fucking, that was horrifying. That was horrifying. I mean, you probably did like three flips falling off that thing, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I did the running man in the air. Thank God, I looked I looked dope falling, but I mean, it could have been bad. Yeah. All right. Hashtag looked dope falling. That's the one for this show. <laughs> um, last questions from a, a, a challenge mania OG, a listener since day one. I'm pretty sure at uh, Spicy Marg Lover. So she likes those spicy margaritas. I think that's what that's Yucky. short for. I love spicy margaritas. <laughs> um, she said she's so excited about this one and she wants to know your plans or, or they want to know um, your plans for your music and what other shows you might have coming up in NYC or I guess any shows in general. So she's a fan of your music as well as your challenge. That's so nice. I'm going to be putting out um, music this year and I think that I'm going to have a lot of cool Shows this summer, I'm like working with a friend of mine, actually my roommate who you met earlier, and I think we're going to be putting together some cool stuff for this summer. So I think 2018 is going to be a fucking popping year, like popping. It's going to be so much fun. Boom. Well, when it starts with an appearance on Challenge Mania, I mean, come on, right? It's going to be a good year. Already the highlight of my year. Probably the best all year right here. All right, Dee, what should we do with uh, Miss Seth MacFarlane over here with the voices? Do you do any impressions of challenge uh, cast members? Do you do, I mean, like, that, cartoon that, characters? It's, it's so funny. Like, I'm, like, 
I, I mean, I have voices, but like, I wouldn't even know where to start with my voices now that I think about it. I kind of just jump into them when I jump into them. Like, yeah, I, she's, she's more of like a Russian. Yeah, I do a pretty good Borat. I mean, um, I can kind of do a good Britney Spears, but nowhere near like my roommate. <laughs> okay, so let's do this. So you do Borat, I'll do my Russian person as well, and we'll talk a little bit of shit of uh, cast members. How about this? This is my, this is my back. Do you make fun of the car, Maria? Oh, yes. Let's talk about car, Maria, first of all. Okay, she walk around like head of Bolshevik army. Am I right? She, car, Maria, have very good back. Yes, I mean, talk about that. I mean, you can say no more. I mean, you saw the guy from the UK. I mean, front, back, where does he start with her? Oh, I love, I, I think he started with the, with the muscles on the arms and he rubbed them, he rubbed them. And then he, he said, la, da, 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 you'll never get this. And he wiggled the pin and he ran away. <laughs> All right, now British guy coming in here because we've got to change the subject off Carl Maria because if we don't, we'll get blown up so badly on Twitter. We'll look like Derek when he gets pocket dialed from a producer and he thinks he's going on the next challenge. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, yeah, I see. Uh, yeah, uh, Cora Maria is uh, is a nice girl, but uh, I do I do personally like Kayla. I do like her blue hair. This really cold ice queen kind of thing she got going on, and uh, I really like that about her. You know, I like that Kayla can sit behind her boyfriend Mikey when they're at the Mayweather fight because he's not the tallest guy in the world, so uh, she can easily <laughs> see even if he's on a lap. I think I think that's important in a relationship to be able to see over your your partner's head if you have to sit behind them. You know, it's one of the things I look for. You know. <laughs> now maybe we go Californian when we're talking about Johnny Bananas. You know, so I want to know, like, when you first stared into his eyes and you thought, "Man, this is not only like the Ric Flair, the LeBron James, the Johnny Unitas of the challenge, but this is also the brand master marketing genius who took on Entourage and." One. What were you thinking? I'm like, dude, Johnny Bananas. Uh, like, is his is his name Johnny Bananas because he likes fruit? Like, does anyone know that yet? Yeah. Do you know? Does he even have a last name, or did he just come out of the womb just like a big banana, same way he uh, went in? I I heard his penis is the size of a little banana. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you hear that from, cuz? His brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we'll I think we'll end it there. Derek, did that voice off live up to the hype? God, I can't believe you guys just did that. I like every time you guys like like you guys went in on somebody, I'd be like, oh, what if they hear this? Oh, and you guys did it for all three of them, or all four. Of them. <laughs> oh, oh. And I'm like, is he going to keep this in here? Are we going to cut this out? Does this work? Um, so I'm just like, I'm like, listen, they said it. I'm out of it. You know, you know how I do. Uh, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's pretty good. I mean, well, there's nothing better than talking about back feet and baby bananas. There you go. Hashtag back and baby bananas. Um, all right. Do you got anything else for our girl before we let her go? Because, I mean, this has been an awesome episode, and it sounds like we're going to need to have her on again once we find out what happens on Vendettas. And it sounds like it's going to be a big year, so we're going to have more to talk about her later in the year. And it sounds like she's going to be, I mean, ready to go when that next challenge call comes. So I have a feeling we're going to be hearing from Tori on Challenge Mania quite a bit. But for this episode, um, I believe it's our third, our third of 2018. Uh, what do you got for her before we let her go? 
No, you know, I definitely I'm hoping that she comes back because at this point we we didn't talk about her living in the Vatican, okay? Really? And we didn't and, and we didn't talk about um my pet peeve of her her telling people I love you and people saying I love you um and uh and then how I feel about that now after she's explained it and told me she loves me multiple times. So, we may have to come back and uh and 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 follow up. I would love to come back, especially after, especially after the vendetta shit. And then I would also like to come back after all the other shit coming up because there's that, I mean, 2018 is going to be packed and stacked. Yeah. And so whenever you have an event coming out, please, uh, let me know so I can retweet the shit out of it and out of my appreciation. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Out of appreciation of victorious. Um, yes. I love you, Derek. Yes. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thank yeah, you I love so much. All right. We knew Tori was going to be a good guest, but uh, man, uh, that look, she's a newer competitor. I've only seen her on a couple shows, but she's she's hilarious. We have to have her back. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said before, I, I don't uh, – she still hasn't talked about how she lived in the Vatican and met the Pope. I mean, I believe she she, she lived there for a year. There's, Are you talking about the actual Pope or Johnny Bananas? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but, yeah, so we, we, we haven't gotten to that. I mean, there's so many other layers. I mean, you see her on the, on the, on, on the trailer of Vendettas. Maybe the next time we have her on is after that appearance. Um, but yeah, she's, uh, always fun to deal with. Um, so, uh, you know what, who's our next guest? Are we allowed to say it? Should we say I don't it? know. I think we should keep people at bay for a little bit longer. Right. I mean, like, I mean, look. I mean, can we tell them that the champs versus stars finale is tonight? Can we yeah. give them that They much? better know it's tonight. I mean, if you're listening to Challenge Mania right now, you probably know that episode two of Vendettas is airing tonight, that the challenge, the champ versus stars is airing tonight. But uh, I don't think they're going to get to know who our next guest is. I think we keep uh, that close to the best here, D. Not, not, our, not our next guest or our next guest after that. Did yeah, I, say- I don't think they deserve it, you know, to be honest with you. I, don't, I haven't seen enough people getting people to subscribe, to rate, to review. I think we need a little bit more of that before we start telling people these big – I mean, we got big guests coming up, D. I mean, these are surprise guests. These are big marquee guests, all right? This is when you go to the challenge Wikipedia. This is boom, bullet, A number one, bullet, A number two. So it's like I don't think we're giving these out just at the end of our show with a tease. We can't do that, D. Did I mention the Champs versus Stars finales tonight? You did. You did mention the Champs versus Stars right. finales tonight. And did we mention – that you can be a champ, you can be a star in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on February 24th. You can hang out with Dee, Darrell, Jenna, Corey. Uh, you can get your Team Derek t-shirt that he will sign. He will sign. He might even write DKO. He might even write Challenge Mania. He'll probably write whatever you want. But uh, I, just, I, just, I just put an inscription clause in your contract. Do you hear what I just did? If, 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 if you get one of my shirts, I'm signing it and I'm giving a little extra. Just, just so you know. Boom. Well, speaking of a little extra, we just got a little extra from Tori. She was one of our most entertaining guests. So tweet her at Tori underscore deal. Let her know the deal. Hashtag deal with it. Let her know if you like the episode. Let D know at Derek MTV. Let me know at Shot of Jaeger. Please keep it coming. Tell us who you want to hear on the show. Tell us who you think is next on the show. If you think you figured it out. Uh, tell us whatever you want, man. Whenever we tell you who the next guest is, please keep the questions coming because you guys 
book our show. This is a great way for you to interact with us and let us know. That's how we gauge who's popular these days. I mean, there's a lot of new competitors, a lot of old vets, and you guys let us know who you want to hear from, and we try to deliver. We really do. So we're going to have some great episodes coming at you in the next few weeks. You guys know about Philly, Challenge Showdown for the Cause, a lot of money going to MedGift, uh, keeping that legacy of Dean Brown alive. And uh, D, I really want to tell him, but I don't think we could tell him. We can't. No, we're not telling him who the next guest is. Listen, Vendettas is on. the The Champs versus Stars finale is on. Let me let's just let's just say that I think they're going to enjoy the next couple guests. Yeah, that, that's a good enough tease. And how about this? We see a, a few more of you showing us uh, that you got some people to subscribe, to rate, review. You butter us up a little bit. Maybe, maybe we'll tell you. How about that? Let's get to number one every week. We just fell short last week. Let's yeah, you know what? We've been hitting number one on the iTunes, TV, and film top charts. That's what Dee's talking about. I mean, it's a real sense of pride for both of us. We love it. We can't do it without you guys, the Challenge Maniacs. We've been dropping two shows a week, and you guys have been listening to both of them in droves, obviously telling your friends and everything like that. But there's a new podcast that just you know came back. The Bachelor Party, because we got The Bachelor back on the air, and they got a lot of fans, too. So last week, they kept us out of that number one spot. We were still in number two, which is awesome. I mean, don't get us wrong. I mean, look, D, you know better than everyone that being number two is still pretty damn cool. Sorry, I had to get that shot in there. But, you know, we were number two last week with the Big Brad episode. Um, and, and, you know, look, whatever you guys can do, we appreciate it. We we love all the love you sent us on Twitter. Uh, we love all the great pictures and the gifts and all that stuff that you guys shoot us. So uh, we can't do it without you guys. The Challenge Maniacs, you guys booked this show. You guys fuel this show. And uh, this episode was was uh, no different. Yeah, and that number one spot goes to you guys, too, for sure. Um, and, and I'd like to see what happens if a bachelor showed up to the challenge, if he'd have the number one spot or number two. Just saying. Well, your boy Josh on the Chance versus Stars, he's he's from the Bachelor, So there's a little bit, oh. of, little bit of synergy there. So, guys, you know, tell your Bachelor friend. Be like, hey, stop listening to Bachelor Party. We got one cast member on Chance versus Stars for you. But, yo, as Derek said... When you see us in that number one spot, in that number two spot, whatever, whatever our ranking is, that's your ranking. All right. That is a that is a true reflection of how great of a fan base and listener base that you guys are. And we can't do it without each and every one of you. So thank you so much. We promise if you show up in Philly, we'll get you a challenge sticker. Um, and we also promise, even though we're not telling you who they are, we got a fantastic guest coming up for you next. So tell people, subscribe, rate, and review. That's the only way to get it as soon as it goes live. Squad. Deal with it. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. Ctmobile.com. More and more of our neighbors are struggling with the trauma of COVID-19 and the stress of everyday tasks. Life is hard. It's harder on drugs. On average, 130 people die every day from opioid overdose. Addiction is a common and treatable disease and affects people of all ages and all walks of life. Reach out and join the thousands of Virginians that have successfully recovered at off-opioids.org. And remember, the Harrisonburg-Rockingham Community Services Board is here to help.